Yep, you're badass, Ravy! I can't buy a pack of smuts without running into nine guys, you fuck! Fucking love it. Welcome back to another episode of Real Ass People's Entertainment. Today we sat down with a local bikini barista located up in Everett, Washington. We talked to her what it's like to be a bikini barista, the atmosphere, what the, uh, goes on with the job, uh, how she markets herself, the customer base, the creepy customers, which was pretty interesting. Uh, she also brought along her boyfriend, which she refers to as her uh, beautiful penis. So he chimed in a little bit on a few topics. I really hope you enjoyed this. Uh, by the way, I also want to let you know that I am no longer going to be running ads before the podcast. I know we only had one. Um, I just feel like it wasn't benefiting uh, you, my listeners. I also feel like it wasn't benefiting me at all. Uh, so we're just going to get rid of that and say fuck sponsors and fuck getting money. Um because I don't feel like it's bringing you guys value, so it's not bringing me value. Uh, I just want to entertain you guys, whether you want to sit there and be like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? He's full of fucking shit for an hour. As long as you're entertained, I'm good. If you find more value in it, that's even fucking better. Um, I appreciate all the support. Please go give us a review on Apple iTunes or any place you can give us a review. Um, if you want to leave us a message, you can on the Anchor FM app. There's a place where you can leave a voice message, and I will probably play it on the podcast, uh, whether it's good or bad, just because uh, I fucking can. It's my podcast. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Uh, don't like it? Go fuck yourself. I don't care. Uh, so I hope you enjoy the episode. It was a lot of fun. Let's get to it. I'ma make you take it, take it, take it all back You ain't never gonna get me, man, I'm too fast Call me the juice, that 40-yard cash Always look for it, no, never look back I just spit the truth, better listen to my facts Get me up in the booth and I put them on a blast When I spit the truth, they all listen to the facts Got nothing to lose, so I put the pen to bed That's what I do, hard work always lasts And the pain's not an act, the way it hurts real bad But you have to attack what you want to attract Or you're gonna look back and regret what you lack Uh, everybody knows that's a fact Yeah, I just want my words to impact Yeah, I just want my words to all last Yeah, not sorry if I put you on blast Uh, they know just what they see on the so thankfully it wasn't it wasn't too big of a deal. Okay, so we are here with Bella, right? Yes. And you are a bikini barista, correct? Yes, I'm it's not a the most. Bar- yeah. What was that? It's not the most common line of work. Yes, it really is. Uh, how many of uh, bikini baristas would you say are in Western Washington? Hundreds and hundreds of girls that work for Ladybug. Just Ladybug. Just Ladybug alone. They are a pretty big uh, chain. Yes, they are. How many stands do they have? <sighs> Honestly, I don't know. But you can drive on a highway and you'll run across about three or four. <laughs> yeah, I think I pass, I pass yeah. a few just trying to get to work. Um, yeah. So how old are you? I'm 20 years old. I'm turning 21 in May. Okay. Yeah. You're a little bit younger than I thought you were. Yes. I was going to guess at least mid-20s. <laughs> Everyone guesses that. So tell us a little about yourself. Uh, where are you? Where are you from? How you maybe got started in uh, being a bikini barista? Okay. Um, so I was born in the United States, Virginia, and um, I was there for about a year before I went down to Lebanon with my family. My dad is Lebanese. My mom, is, well, my dad's Lebanese, and he's born in Virginia, Fairfax, Virginia. Um, my mom's American as well, but she's Ukrainian on my grandfather's side. 
Japanese, Cherokee, African American. Damn, that's quite a mystery. <laughs> on my, on my uh, grandmother's side, um, we have some Irish in there too. You know, gotta add some spice. I bet if you did that twenty three and me, that'd keep them very busy. Yeah, just listing yep, everything yep. that they uh-huh. gotta tell you. No, like sometimes I I go up to my dad and I'm like, "What'd you do, Dad?" Just decide to bang the world at this point and put it into a pot and boom here we go kids <laughs> but Could possibly um, be what he did yeah definitely um he is a very picky guy uh <laughs> so i lived in lebanon for about 10 years moved back to the united states around nine ten years old was in california for a little bit uh don't know where exactly in california because i was so young but after that, we moved back to Lebanon for about a month or two. Oh, wow. Finally ended up back in Virginia. Was in Virginia for another 10 years. And That's a lot of moving. It was a lot of moving. Those are big moves. Like, some people move, like, across town, maybe to the next town. You're just moving halfway across Overseas. the world. Overseas, yep, exactly. And um, moved out of my dad's house at 18, 19 years old. Um, while you were living in Virginia. While I was in Virginia, correct. And start working for one of the biggest Honda dealerships in Virginia. Okay. Um, what were you doing for them? I was a salesperson. Okay. I did. Uh, I was a consultant for a while, and then I moved to the sales floor. Then I chickened out, and then I moved back to the internet department. Um, and that is where I ran into my boyfriend's father, <laughs> which became kind of a father figure to me. And I was going through my own little thing at the time, and I wanted to broaden my horizons a little bit. So I took some self-defense classes, went ahead and did some conditioning at UFC in Fairfax. And while I was working for Hooters at the same time, (laughs) um, and I was paying about 400 bucks a month just for the conditioning classes. Wow. Yeah, I remember walking down to the dealership just to speak to his father and tell him, you know what, I don't know what to do. I'm tired of paying 400 bucks a month. (laughs) And he was like, oh my God, well, you know what? I got you, just drop all of that. My son is a general manager for uh, LA Fitness. Let me get you on our family plan. And I'm just like, "Um, okay, cool. Yeah, 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 30 bucks a month, 30 bucks a month. I got you. He goes, you know what, you know what, let me go ahead and call him. Goes ahead, calls him, and he picks up, which is very, very rare for, you know, my boyfriend to do that. Um, And I remember getting on the phone with him, and we talked a little bit, uh, kind of pushed him off to the side, telling him that, you know, okay, yeah, yeah, when I get paid, I'll let you know what's going on and everything, so we can go ahead and set this whole thing up. Week later... He ends up calling me while I was working a shift at Hooters, and it was almost like 10, 11 o'clock. And now, little, just, was this all while you were in Virginia or here in Washington? This is all in Virginia. Okay. This is right before I moved to Washington. And this is your current boyfriend? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and he was just all like, he calls me mid-shift, and he's like, hey, you know, let's go ahead and get that membership going. Uh, why are you like ignoring me? And I'm just like, no, no, I'm working. And he goes, no, you're not. The dealership's been closed for like three, two hours now, three hours if not. And I'm like, what do you mean? No, dealership closes at nine, but I'm here at my second job. What are you talking about? You don't have a second job. Yes, I do. I work at a restaurant. Well, restaurant. 
oh, I, well, I work at Hooters. No, you don't. Yes, I do. I go ahead and I send him a picture. After that, this man would never leave me alone. Um, found out like, oh my God, yeah, she does work at Hooters. She's not ugly, you know? <laughs> and then I went ahead and made a membership. Was talking to him since early March. Finally got to meet him in August in person. And um, yeah, then after that, Decided to pack my apartment up three days, move to Washington. Wow. Yep. And what? that's what brought me here. <laughs> that's crazy. So, and you've been here for how long? About five months. Five months. Okay. Yep. Yep. Um, so what made you get into being a bikini barista? Is that just one of the few jobs that were available when you first got out here or? Um, actually, I've never been a person that was shy about you know, my appearance or anything like that. I'm always, I'm a very bubbly person. I'm very comfortable and open and really confident. But um, I think working the Hooters job and then being a manager for Starbucks while I was in Virginia at one point, I've always loved making drinks, whether it was alcoholic drinks or anything else from like mixing shakes or doing any of that. Yeah, you don't get to control what you love doing. Exactly. So... I remember telling my dad at one point, hey, you know, I might just want to be a bartender, you know, and get my mixology degree so I can go ahead and um, just make bar, like make drinks at a bar somewhere in D.C. or like whatever. And my boyfriend tells me, go ahead, drop your current job because I got here and I started working for T-Mobile. That didn't end well at all. Our management was horrible. Well, T-Mobile sucks anyway. <laughs> yeah, well, our management was absolutely horrible. And um, Nathan goes, okay, well, you want to work coffee? Um, go ahead and try Ladybug if you want to. And for me, when I first came up here, I was like, I would never be a bikini barista. Ew, gross. Like, why would I do that? There's definitely some... some <laughs> uh, some negative thoughts on bikini baristas, but it's super popular out here in Washington. I know someone who came up here from California recently, and they're asking, like, what the fuck is it with bikini baristas? Like, they're hardly anywhere down in California. They are fucking everywhere up here. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know what to tell you. It could be the, the laws. It's a lot easier to start them up here, or we got a lot of military up here. I don't know what it is, but there's a lot of them up here. Yeah, I've never, ever... I never even knew about bikini baristas before i came here to washington at all like yeah i've heard about twin peaks and you know the whole yeah twin peaks and hooters twin I, peaks is that that bar that's like hooters except more extreme right exactly okay, they just, I just wear heard lingerie about that yeah and it's basically the same idea as you know where i work for ladybug yes you wear lingerie or a swimsuit or whatever and in this case you're just making you're just making coffee or bread bowl infusions or whatever the hell the customer wants and at least as a bikini barista you kind of have that buffer between you and the customer in case you get any of those not so polite customers yeah um you do you do get into some very weird situations oh i have no doubt actually since we brought that up what situations have have come up like creepy ass customers or I, I talked to a bikini barista recently about coming on the podcast, and just in our five-minute conversation, she was telling me some kind of fucked-up shit. Exactly, yeah. Like, in my almost 
almost two months of working as a bikini barista. I've experienced way too much. Um, I will have to say, though, most of our customer base, they are very nice people. They're very nice. They're not creepy at all. Um, they tip really nicely most of the time. Um, and then you do get that small handful of people that are just very rude. And a part of that small handful, I would have to say they're women. Really? Yes. And what do the women do? I wouldn't, I wouldn't have guessed women at all. No. Um, you would think women... Well, maybe some butch lesbians, but... <laughs> outside yeah, of that. Yeah, no, no. I, would, I honestly thought that, if anything, women are going to be the ones that are nicer to you, more encouraging... The ones that would tip you better. The ones that would just sit there and actually want to open and start a conversation with you. But that's not necessarily the case. So what's a few things that they've done? Um, Besides maybe being in the car with their boyfriend and just not wanting to be there. Those situations actually I get a lot. I get like maybe three, four times a week. And I'm not the type of person that will try and make the girlfriend feel uncomfortable. Yeah, we do have a lot of girls that don't really care um whether there's a girl or not in the car but i'm very self-conscious about that because if i was a girl in a car and i was okay with my boyfriend going to a bikini barista whether a girl is gonna say yeah 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 go ahead and do it you know i don't care deep down inside we all care it's it's just i guess it's a jealousy thing and at the same time it's like you want to be you want to present yourself a little bit stronger to me because it does come off as sexier yeah the the confidence is is exactly the confidence is the sexiest thing a woman can wear exactly and this job definitely gave me that a lot more of it um but from my experience working at hooters and all that i do do things a little bit differently when there is a woman in the car i instead of bending towards the the guy, I turn away from the guy, you know what I mean? And I try and have more contact with the woman versus the man. Yes, it's not, some people might say you're coming off as a little bit sexist. I'm coming off, I personally think I'm coming off as, you know, a person that doesn't want to make someone feel uncomfortable. I don't want them to go home and have a fight, you know? <laughs> what about those those women? Because I've, I've had girlfriends that that want to go yeah to the, the bikini baristas like i'll be like oh we're not gonna do that we're gonna go this coffee stand because it's a cleaner one like oh no go go to this one i want to go to this one I'm like yeah okay so they kind of want to see a little something too yeah i've had that before. so there's those girls yes and those are actually my favorite customers those are my favorite type of girls <laughs> <laughs> i've been in the um i've been in a situation this is actually maybe two weeks ago just about two weeks ago um this one couple, I remember I had my robe on. It's when we were just attacked by all this snow. And um, this one couple came through the drive-thru and I had my robe on. And, you know, I'm going ahead, taking off. I realized that there was a girl in the car. So I kind of kept it on a little bit. And she just started laughing. And I was like, is everything okay? You know? And she was like, just let him out. <laughs> I'm like, what? She goes, just let him out. I'm here for you. He's not here for you. Yeah, he'll enjoy the show, but I'm here for you. There you go. <laughs> so it was great. It was a really good feeling. She sat there the whole time just complimenting me, you know, telling me 
you're so strong of a person to be in a job like this or in a field like this because you do get a lot of those creepers. You do get people that stalk you. You do get people that try and break into the stand or do a bunch of crazy stuff. So that made me feel really good as a woman because it is a tough job to have, but it's also it's also kind of nice. So, yeah. There you go. So what about... Uh... Because obviously you put yourself out there on Instagram too for your job. Yes. What are, what are people doing on Instagram that might be polite or impolite? Um, I don't believe that there's, an impo- that there's an impolite side at all to the whole industry. Because yes, we're in lingerie and we're advertising our ourselves in that sexual, beautiful way. Uh, some people do get... You do get those really um, self-centered, rude people that will flag your stuff. And try and get your Instagram shut down. That happened to me yesterday. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to go ahead and post a, uh, a small sneak peek to my outfit. It was this really nice fishnet outfit that I, you know, made myself. And I was like, hey, you know, like, come see me. I'm working three to eight. And next thing you know, Instagram goes, hey, you know, your post has been flagged uh, for nudity and all this and that. I'm like... My parts weren't even showing. Because of some whiny ass. Exactly. Whiny ass bitches. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, I posted but I mean, I mean, it like, again from, later and it was perfectly fine. Yeah. My philosophy is if you don't like seeing it, don't follow. Exactly. Um, what about like customers just sending like dick pics? I hear that happens a lot. I've heard no. of people driving up to the, the stands just jerking themselves that. off. I do get that. And you're just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm having a great day. Yeah. So um, my second day working for Ladybug, I had a guy come through the drive-thru and he was just going at it. Just going to town. Yeah. And I'm just, I, I didn't know what to do. I just immediately like jerked oh, like away from him. And I'm just like, oh my God, like. I like the the term you decided to use. You decided, yeah. Decided to jerk. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> so I just turned around and I'm just like, um, can you please put that away? Oh, you don't have to watch me. Just make my drink and I'll, I'll tip you extra. Um, can you please put it away? You know. <laughs> I, I don't even want it near me. Yeah. And then I also had customers. Oh my God. It doesn't get better than this one customer that I, um, that I had the day before New Year's. And, um, so he typically comes through my stand, always trying to jerk off and do some stupid stuff. And one day he came through and his wife and his kid was in the back of the car. No, they weren't. <laughs> yes, they were. Jesus Christ. And I remember this day great. Cause I went home just laughing about it to my boyfriend. So <laughs> he's in the car. He didn't even order the same drink that he does, but I went ahead and started making it for him. And um, I was like, oh, you know, here's your mocha raspberry. And, and um, his wife was like, oh, well, you know, I want this and that. And I was like, all right, great. So I'm not kind of paying attention to him at all. And then she looks at him kind of like, oh, like, how'd she know your drink, you know, like, or what you wanted? And I was like, oh, yeah, he comes here all the time, always doing some stupid stuff. But, um, well, here you go. And she was like, oh, stuff like what? And I just go like no yes what did she do she just looked she just turned red and just was angry after that i've never seen that customer again but well that's probably good it was great considering what he's always trying to do (laughs) it was great actually 
because he made me extremely uncomfortable. Um, I remember one time he was trying to like force me to watch him and tell me, oh, you know, come look at it. You know, I know you're going to like it. I'm like, it's okay. I have a beautiful penis at home that I can look at all the time. Um, so uh, I really don't need to look at that. <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't want to either. And the, the beautiful no. penis sitting next to you is laughing his ass off. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was just... So since you've only been doing it for a couple months, any stalkers, anything like that? Um, One w- morning. One morning. No stalkers, but... Well, actually, G- yes. Give it time. Give it time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there there was a situation where one of my one of my regulars, he's actually a cop, and he works that street all the time. Um, I was working a... I was working the night shift, but that day... Oh, my God. That day was just horrific. So... um. My boyfriend, I had a 4 a.m. to 10 to 10 a.m. shift that day. And my boyfriend and I are driving down the street, and all, all you hear is just the alarms going off. And I'm like, where the hell is this alarm coming from? And it's our stand. And it's 3, 3.45, something like that in the morning. Now, I'm afraid. Like, I'm not going to go into my stand, and my alarms are going off. Because before we leave, we make sure we have our motion sensors on and all that stuff. Um, our door alarms are on, window alarms are on. Um, so he's like, no, 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 don't go inside. And I'm like, well, I don't see anyone, you know. Um, I had to grow a few more hairs on my balls that morning. Uh, <laughs> so I kind of peeped in the window to see if there was anyone in there. I didn't see anyone in there. Um but our door looked like it was really being pulled on. And next thing you know, cops showed up and they're like, hey, this is the third time this night um, that your alarms went off. Please go ahead and get in touch with your security uh, company or your managers this so way we can figure out what's going on. Um, later throughout the day, we realized that there was a homeless guy that was uh, shooting at our window that morning and if you ever come through our stand, um, one of our big windows is shattered. So he was like shooting a gun. Yeah, pellet gun though. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I was say, I'm pretty sure your window would be gun. shot out if it was a. Oh no! A real gun. No, it was just a pellet gun, but okay. um, it did make me a bit scared that day because oh, sure. you know, yeah, he was trying to break into the stand. Whether I was there or not, it's. And whether it was me or not, I'd be scared for my other coworkers and baristas. I'm kind of curious what the point of breaking into a coffee stand in the middle of the night would be. Like, do you just want coffee that bad? Um, there has been a situation where. Like, do they think the women just like leave bras and panties laying around for them or something? <laughs> like, there's it's not like a sex shop or something like that. It's, you know, I it's wonder. A coffee stand. <laughs> Sometimes I really some wonder. Coffee grounds and some flavoring <laughs> in there and some coffee filters. What do you want, dude? I really, I really don't get it. Maybe, I guess, because it was snowing so much. Um, it was snowing so much that week. Maybe he was just, just wanted someplace wanted, out of the snow. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but I do. That that same week, our managers actually came and we had a team meeting. Um, same guy showed up. And I remember telling my manager, oh, my God, this guy is so creepy. Like, he would just sit there and tell you, I don't mean to hurt you. I don't want to hurt you. Um, but it's just, I need your empathy. 
you know and it's super weird yeah and tur- turns out it was the guy that shot the window and i didn't even know that until my manager goes okay all of you guys stay in here i'm gonna go outside and talk to him and he goes outside and he tells the guy and he tells the guy you know please don't come back here you know the girls are very uncomfortable comes back in he goes so i think i found the guy that shot the glass <laughs> there you go and we're like how and he goes oh well he completely admitted to all of it oh yeah that, that probably makes it easier it, it did i've never seen the guy ever again after that but it's it's just very weird situations that same night um actually had to work you know work a cover shift um a cop came by the window around seven ish at night and he was like um hey uh i came by to get a drink but i've been working this road and i think you got a stalker in a white hoodie you know and little did i little did i know after the cop left the guy walked up to the window and wouldn't leave he was there for about 15 to 20 minutes yeah until i had to tell him that we don't take walkers that night so uh it was kind of creepy and he was really enraged (laughs) what was he doing was he like hitting on the window or yeah yeah he was hitting on the window he didn't call the cops um he was just like hey you know i just want a red bull um and i kind of cracked the window open just so slightly so i could tell him hey you know i get it's dark and everything like that but we do have lights and our sign down there says that we don't take nighttime walkers you can come sometime tomorrow and i can go ahead and make you a drink no how come i mean do you have any protection do you carry a gun um Mace. i can't carry a gun since i'm not 21 but uh, oh that is true i forgot they just yeah but like, i promise you that <laughs> the second i turn 21 there's gonna be well, a gun on it's my coming leg. Up. <laughs> exactly but i do have i do carry my you know my knife with me and i have bear spray there you go so. at least something yeah yeah i would recommend getting a gun Oh, yeah, of course. A lot of the girls have guns because oh, a lot they? of the girls are also dancers and all that. So yeah. they they to, do get different crowds. I used to work them. at the uh, uh, Fox's Strip Club. Oh, okay. Here. It was a bouncer and you knew which ones had guns and what they were carrying. and So you knew what would happen if something bad yes. happened. I wasn't supposed to be carrying a gun, but I carried a gun there, too. You're right. I mean... <laughs> I mean, technically, by company policy, we weren't supposed to. Yeah. But I'm like... I work in the hood <laughs> with a bunch of drunk people. Like, we got drug dealers coming in. We got pimps coming in. Yep. We got just angry people coming in. Yep. Not to mention, half the strippers are crazy as fuck. Yeah. I don't just... know what they're going to do or who they're going to bring in. Like, we literally had to remember people are like, oh, hey, this is this stripper's ex. Like, we can't have him even on the property. Mm-hmm. And he's crazy. And yep. he's a drug dealer. And he's always packing. And you're like, oh. And you don't let me have a gun? <laughs> What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. So I always carried when I worked at the club, even though I was supposed to. A bunch of us did. We just never told the manager, even though we knew the manager was also carrying a gun. <laughs> like we're, he was a big gun guy. Like if he was having a bad night, you just talked to him about guns, he'd have a better night. Oh yeah. So we're like, we know you're carrying. Like we're not stupid. So how does uh how does your boyfriend feel about you being a bikini barista? Oh, he loves it. <laughs> Let's hear from the uh, the beautiful penis. The beautiful yes. penis. That's all I am, really. Reality. Um, I mean, I kind of enjoy it. It's kind of hot. I mean, let's be real. Your girlfriend's 
you know, she's at a bikini barista. I get free shows all the time. It's great. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Plus, I get to go home with a bikini barista every right? night. You know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. I used to, I, I've dated a couple strippers in my past, so I know exactly uh, what it is. I told her them, just don't do anything at work. You wouldn't do yeah, home. like As long as you come home to me, I'm yep, good. You know what good. I mean? But I mean, there's times it is kind of scary, though, eh? You know? Um, like, sometimes I'm, like in the evenings, I'll just kind of like go and park there for the last couple hours of it. It's like that last two hours of her shift, like, it's a little weird. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. like, I'll just kind of go there and hang out with her sometimes. Just, you know. I used to do the same thing. My ex-girlfriend was yeah. a waitress at the last club that I worked at. And so, uh, I would go park by the club the last yeah. couple hours of the shift because I would pick her up. Yeah, you don't exactly. want nothing to happen to her. Yeah. And shit gets sketchy out in, yeah. out in Parkland. It's mm-hmm. kind of like, mm-hmm. uh, what, where's your stand at in Everett? It's um, in Everett, right? Yes. I'm actually located at the big 112th Everett stand. 112, 112. I can't remember. It's right by Everett Mall. Okay. Yes. I think I remember it. Sixth Ave. Okay. I used to live on Casino Road. Oh, no. So if you know where Casino Road is, (laughs) like how bad that area is, that's like, multiply that a few times, and that's what like working out in Parkland at the club was like. It was bad. We we even got shot at one night. We had five shooters, 27 shots right in the parking lot. Oh Nobody God. got hit. One person got hit, and we think he was the target because he wouldn't talk to the cops about anything. And oh. he was, like, bleeding out in our lobby, but, like, six cars got shot. It was a whole big mess. Oh, my God. That's scary. <laughs> that is really scary. Yeah. But you fully support her doing this? Totally support her. Like, awesome. Actually, I was the one who recommended it to her. Exactly. That is, that is she was more there. skeptical about it. Like, it took her, like, two, three weeks to, like, actually, like, come to terms with it. She's like, all right, I'm going to do this. I'm just going to try it out. And now she loves it. But, yeah, I was the one that recommended it I love it my to job. Her. I really yeah. do. I, I like... You do get a lot of customers that constantly want to, like, gift you or tell you, hey, you know... Sometimes I have customers that come by the stand that don't even want to drink. And they're just like, hey, you know, I didn't get to work today. I know you're probably not as busy because the weather is horrible. Uh, here's 20 bucks. Just add to your tips. That's it. That's all I want to do. Wow, that's nice then. Yeah, I yeah, get a lot of those. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I do get a lot of that. Um, a lot of my customers love that I have a boyfriend. And they're just like, oh, that's awesome that you have a guy that supports you and you know, is really big on women's, you know, confidence and their rights and everything like that. Um, so it makes me feel a lot more, a lot more better and confident with myself too. Cause not gonna lie, I do have my moments of insecurity. Moments or like every moment. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I do get, I do get pretty insecure, and that is because we, I do work with a bunch of gorgeous women. So. Of course. And you guys probably always kind of maybe judging each other. and We all compare each other to each other. So, you know, we're just like, oh, but I, mean, I wish all... my boobs were smaller. <laughs> Let's be real. Like, when she gets home, all she wants to do is get on Instagram. Like, oh, I wish I had her ass. Oh, I wish I had her boobs. I'm like, babe, just put the phone down. Let's right? watch some TV. Get away from this. Like, stop judging 10 minutes later. Oh, my God. She has the nicest legs. <laughs> <laughs> and quite frankly, it's okay to do that. Yeah. It's how it's how it affects you in the long run. Like, if you yeah. want to... If, if you're doing that, like, while you're looking at Instagram, and then you, when you put down Instagram, it's out of your mind. Like, you're happy with who you are. Yeah. I, I think that's fine. But when you're judging people on Instagram, and then it, it affects you every day. Like, mm-hmm. my last relationship, it she would see people on Instagram, and it would affect us in our daily life. And that's oh, where wow. it's... 
it's not good and it's not healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So outside of the boyfriend, how does your family feel about what you do? They don't know. They don't know. <laughs> so I'm guessing they wouldn't support it. No. Um, are, are they still back over? Yes. Okay. They're in Virginia. Now, granted, my mother and my stepdad know because they are more... Open-minded? Very open-minded. Um, my mother is a really, really supportive woman. And she's all about me feeling comfortable and being confident and doing something that I love. But she's also really big on my safety. Of course, you know, mama bear, you get it. Moms always are. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, some of us are not as fortunate to have really caring parents. But uh, my mom's my biggest cheerleader. Uh, So is my dad. So is my dad. But he's, uh, he's more on the conservative by the Bible, let's go by the book. And let's say if he kind of knew that I did this, I wouldn't have a would, head. would be too happy. <laughs> no, no. Uh, outside of that, any other, any pushback from other friends, family, anything like that? My sister. Sister. How I, old is she? My sister is 19. So she's she's in the army. And uh, she recently found out a few days ago. I told her and I was like, hey, listen, this is what I'm doing. Because she asked me how much I made a year. And she's like, okay, so how are you doing at T-Mobile? And I'm just like, I don't work for T-Mobile anymore. She's like, okay, well, what are you doing? <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, I'm a barista. Oh, cool, where? Starbucks? <laughs> Considering you're over here in Seattle area? Yeah, exactly. And I was like, no, Ladybug. Oh, so do you have like cute little Ladybug outfits or something? Like, I was like, no, go ahead, look it up. She looked it up. She goes... Oh, hell no. And I was like, what? She goes, B, you're basically a stripper. And I was like, no, I'm not. Like, she goes, yeah, please tell me you don't do lap dances and all that stuff too, right? And I'm like, Z, I only make drinks and I wear lingerie. So she's like, all right, well, let me see some of your outfits. Sent her a few pictures. She goes, all right, I'm not going to lie. You look good. (laughs) She's like, kind of want to know where you got that outfit from. There's plenty of places around here to get outfits from. That's oh, for sure. yeah. I, I'm very big on lovers. I love lovers. Ugh, hate lovers. I love lovers. It's got way too conservative for me. Why is that? Well, they, they toned down everything. They got rid of anything that might offend people. Any products that had any packaging that was too offensive. They oh. got rid of. They got rid of porn. Um, obviously, you can find that anywhere online. But mm-hmm. they got rid of anything that could offend somebody coming in. That's weird. So lovers really toned down. Um, castles if you want the good deals on stuff mm-hmm. and then you also got hustler hollywood which is pretty good yeah we also Especially do if have, you like more of the extreme stuff yeah we also do have our own little you know we do have some upcoming designers that are coming out with their own stuff oh, um really? yeah and they advertise their stuff on instagram and ladybug does work with about three or four of them and they come by and they're like hey you know just wanted to stop by i brought like three or four outfits with me i That's thought these cool. would look great on you Go ahead, try them on, and let's just do 15 bucks each. That's pretty cool. Yeah, versus going to, like I said, like a bigger place like Lovers or something else, um, even like Hot Topic or Spencer's, their stuff is like 25 and up for an outfit when yeah. I can get anything for 10 to 15 bucks bargaining with one of our guys that have outfits 10 times nicer than nice. that. 
And I'm guessing they only ask that if you post an Instagram post, you tag them in it to promote their products. They love that, but they're also more about our comfort because they do understand that, yeah, we're in a stand for about four to five hours. Eh, might not be a lot for some people, but we are in really skimpy, tiny little outfits that do get very uncomfortable. Um, whether you're wearing a micro bikini, um, and you have to have it on really tight because your boobs are too big yeah. <laughs> or you're in a net or anything from a slingshot to little mini shorts you know they try and make sure that you're wearing something that makes you feel comfortable like something you would wear to the stand they want you to wear it at home too okay that makes sense yeah so i i love buying from them it's it's really nice <laughs> Okay, well, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. Sound good? Awesome. Okay, so we were talking about this off mic, off the record, but now it's going to be on the record. Uh, We were talking about... Where your line of comfort is. Mm-hmm. What makes you want to be a bikini barista and not a dancer like a lot of the baristas are? Um, I've already pushed my line of comfort by going into being a bikini barista. And being almost naked every single day for hundreds of guys versus just my man. Which technically... To me, it was it was a little difficult in the beginning, and I felt a little wrong. But then I realized that that's not really the case because I'm not sleeping with them, <laughs> um, and I'm not touching them, being that we're not allowed to. Um, but a lot of the girls, like I said, they are dancers, and they're just like, man, if you were a dancer, you'd make so much money. I'm like, why? They're like, because you got a fat ass. (laughs) And yeah, I can dance my ass off. But that line of work being where I, you know, do the whole private room stuff, do the whole, you know, lap dance and this. I've never been to a strip strip club in my life. (laughs) Well, out out here, the private rooms aren't exactly private rooms. Like you can, it's not exactly anything private about them. So you wouldn't have to worry about that too much because I do get where it's it's kind of a little sketchy being secluded with mm-hmm. a customer. But the clubs out here, the private rooms are really private. The the clubs out here in Washington are pretty pretty lame, to be honest. Yeah, well, I haven't experienced any of that stuff yet, but I have heard a lot of stuff. Yeah, you can't you can't really judge anything before you try it. But maybe you two should go have a fun night at one of the strip clubs around here. Um, he's had girlfriends before, take him to strip clubs, buy him dances, and do all that stuff. For me, God forbid, if I see a woman try and touch my man, someone's going to lose lose some. Okay, take back what I said. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't do it. I cannot do it. Let alone have him go buy a bikini barista. I haven't reached that point yet. <laughs> I haven't reached it yet. But hopefully one day we'll get there. It's... 
it's in the back of my mind. I do come home and I tell him, hey babe, I do wanna go to a strip club with you. I wanna do it, I wanna try it. You know, I wanna push my comforts a little bit more. Um, you could probably start just by going and not doing a lap dance. Yeah. Just like, by going just to feel out the atmosphere. Exactly. Just don't be uh, too freaked out when all of a sudden one of them just comes and sits in his lap because they do that. I came in there to, I think it was like to start my first day of work, and one of the chicks just sat in my lap. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm here to start work. Like, I'm not, I'm not a customer. <laughs> She's like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. She was, she was pissy. I'm like, I'm literally here to make sure you're safe. Don't be a dick. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, I don't know how I feel about that. Because <laughs> they will, because they don't know, because they assume that if you're there with your boyfriend, that you're automatically okay with whatever's going to happen inside those doors. Yeah, and also, I will say this. It's just like, I do have a lot of etiquette for that stuff. So you do understand where, if you're going into a strip club, you're going into their house. You know, you're not going to go in there and give them looks and be rude because I have spoken to a lot of girls that have, you know, that are strippers, exotic dancers. That's what I like to call them. Um, And tell me a bunch of stories like, oh, my God, last night I was like dealing with this customer. You know, I didn't even know that was his girlfriend or I didn't even know that was his wife. And. You know, she gave me nasty looks and she was bad mouthing me. I, that's, I get, I get it. Sometimes, you know, some of the the girls do overstep their boundaries if there is a woman, but I do work with a lot of dancers that don't do any of that. They're not going to like try to make a woman uncomfortable. Yet a lot of the girls are just like in it for their money. They don't care. But they are also telling me, go ahead, let's do a girls' night. you never been to a strip club. Let's go group of girls, you know, have a good night, see how you feel about it, and then maybe come home and surprise your man. It actually happens a lot working at the club. There was a bunch of groups of just all females that came to the club. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's, that's honestly surprising to see. Like, when I started working, I never would have guessed. Now it's, it's not odd for me to hear it all. Yeah, it's not a bad idea if you want to get used to the atmosphere, the environment, the protocols, the etiquette, stuff like that. Yeah, I, I get it. And like I said, it is pushing my comfort a little bit more. But I mean, hey, I pushed my comfort to be a bikini barista. I'm just pushing it a little bit more, a few more inches, basically just to go ahead and go to a strip club with some girls or even take my man I mean, fuck's sake, he watches porn all the time. So what's the difference? (laughs) What's the difference? Yeah, it's in person, and I get it. I mean, I basically, I'm basically doing the same thing. Going ahead, I'm making my OnlyFans very soon. Um, I'm naked most of the time anyways at work or on my Instagram photos. So what is the big deal? If he's okay with a bunch of guys seeing me all the time, then what's gonna keep me from actually going there to that next level with my man yet he doesn't have to go get a lap dance but it is it is sexy for a girl to to take her man to a strip club because it's just like damn it's it's a sign of confidence it's saying i'm confident enough that some other bitches can be grinding on you be naked in front of you and you're still gonna go home with me Mm -hmm. you're more than likely gonna go home with me and uh, 
we're gonna have a great night <laughs> hopefully more more than more likely right <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i'm also i'm scared like i i'm it's it's not degrading it's like i don't know how to explain the feeling um it's just like yeah we're going to a strip club where it's like female is like taking over it's dominance everywhere yeah and it's just like you know like my man is being aroused by another female you know and it it, it feels it feels weird you know it feels like a little like i can't do that for him why am i not doing that for him yeah i'm not standing here in front of him naked well, I don't think it's that you, obviously, you guys are dating. It's yeah. It's you can't, it's that men are very visual creatures. So it doesn't take a whole lot for us lot. to be aroused. <laughs> and I, I had that argument with my ex all the time. I won't get too into that, but uh, <laughs> it's just, I, I try telling her, like, there's studies everywhere. Men are visual creatures. Like, there's a difference between being aroused and having emotions for someone. Just because someone's on stage and they're naked and they're dancing they're aroused that doesn't mean they have feelings for them doesn't mean they're going to leave the person they love because they see another woman naked mm-hmm. it's just the way men are wired yeah yeah like i said it's gonna be a whole whole different ball it's game be a whole experience for <laughs> i personally think i want to go with the girls first you Do know it. see how i like it because i mean for all i know maybe i and i think women are sexy all around like, I'm bi, I'm like, all about girls, all about guys. I mean, no, I'm not going to go ahead and date a girl. I did that before, and I regret it, because she was just batshit crazy. I hear that way <laughs> too much from women who are bi. Like, I'm bi, but I will never date a woman again. I no. Because <laughs> she's the, the I dated, okay, I've dated three girls my entire life, and all of them are fucking crazy. Like, I don't know how Y'all men do it. crazy. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how men do it sometimes. But it's just like, I mean, yeah, you love them. They're great. You know, all women are going to be like, oh, my God, yeah, sex is so much better with a woman. Because women know what women want. Um, but it is fucking emotional, crazy, and they complain all the time. And then again, I'm talking about myself at the same time. <laughs> so. so y'all, y'all are crazy. <laughs> um, but I did want to go back to something you said earlier. Yes. Uh, that you're a bikini barista, but you don't want your boyfriend going to bikini baristas. Did I hear that right? Yes, but... The now, re- hold on, hold on. <laughs> I want your opinion. <clears throat> I think it's kind of a double standard. <laughs> Let's be real. Like, it's kind of hypocritical, don't you agree? <laughs> I, I totally agree. Oh. <laughs> now let hear your opinion. Um, I get it. I get it. But I do know a lot of these girls are a little over the top. How, how so? Because I used to hear stories all the time because I've been going to bikini baristas... <laughs> Oh, shit, like a decade now? Uh, I'm I'm turning 30 this year, so I started going when I was like 19. So yeah, it's been about a decade when mm-hmm. they first started popping up where I live over in Kitsap. I've never once seen any of them do anything that I would consider inappropriate, at least not in front of me. Um, I've had a bunch of customers come through the stand and 
literally give me names of people be like oh my god can you give me a show and i'm like well i'm practically naked you know i'm wearing a see-through net so i'm not gonna give you a show this is the show um but they're like oh well blah 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 does this does this is that hell no like I'm not going to put a toy in my vagina. I'm not going to finger myself while I make you a freaking drink. I'm like, I'm not going to go over the top and flash you my pussy. I'm not doing that. So. (laughs) Here, um, when they first started becoming popular over where I live, there was, I think, three stands over in Kitsap. Um, So you guys are new to Washington. That's across the Tacoma Narrows Bridge. Mm -hmm. Uh, It would just be like, you didn't have to say anything. You would give them just a $20 bill and then you would get flashed. Like, whatever mm-hmm. they were wearing on the top, they would just flash you. Yeah. Outside of that, I didn't hear anything. And I've never seen it myself, but I don't go there looking for something. I'm like, I know if I want to see something, I can pay 20 bucks and go to the strip club. Yeah, exactly. It's just... Like, I've seen girls when I'm working or switching shifts or whatever. Like, there'll be a customer coming through and they'll do some really whack shit. And I'm like, yep. This is why I don't want, don't want my man coming through. I feel like if girls were this a little bit more like me, I guess, <laughs> then yeah, maybe, I, maybe I'd be like, okay, cool, let's, you know, go, go now, for it. Now, is it the women working there who are just doing this, or is it the customers asking for it? Because if it's the customers asking for mm-hmm. it, I feel like you could probably trust your boyfriend to go through because you know he's not going to be asking for these extras. Yes, like all of us girls have our own little thing. So, for example, like, yes, a lot of us bend down towards the guy while we're getting like ice or the milk out of the the uh, refrigerator. Um, some girls will bend down and shake their ass a little bit, right? Um, and that's okay. We all do it. But a lot of the times... The girls are wearing something a little bit more revealing. So that still goes back to the whole, if I was more comfortable with my man, going to like the strip club with my man and seeing a naked woman, then I really wouldn't care. So that's why I'm trying to get to that point first. Trying to get more comfortable. Trying to get, yeah. I want to get more comfortable in general. It's like, okay, if I let him start going to like bikini baristas and everything like that, whether he does it, to my knowledge or not, I want to be comfortable. I want to know that, oh, not that I don't trust them. That's not the, that's not the case at all. It's still an insecurity thing. Yes, this job gives you a lot of confidence, but it also gives you a lot of insight to the way girls act. Because you see a lot of... You do see a lot, a lot of, of that shit stuff. that other people don't see. Mm-hmm. I, I do have a question. It's a little off topic. Why are bikini breeches so goddamn expensive? One, like, it's 10 bucks for a 16-ounce coffee, and I can go to any other stand for at least half the price. You tip them more than the strippers, too. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to say, like, I don't go to any coffee place and tip more than a dollar. <laughs> well. I'm like, I, I know you guys are getting a ton of tips. I know that might be a little stingy, but I'm like, I could have given you more tips, but you paid me twice as much, charged me twice as much for this coffee. I can actually disagree with you on that. And that is because people think, oh my God, these bikini baristas probably make anywhere from like three to 500, 600 a shift, right? 
I know a few that have told me they do. And I know a few that have told me they make over a grand every shift. Well, those are the ones doing those extra little shows. And those are the ones that are located in, like, Shoreline, Seattle, you know. And um, the laws are a little bit different over on that side. So a lot of the time, the girls are just naked. Well, yeah. yeah. Technically, it's not against the law to be naked in Seattle. It's not. It's against the law. It's... Against the law to be naked if somebody complains about it. But there's actual no nudity law in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I mean, it's company policy. They tell you, hey, you know, we don't want any customers seeing your your private parts and stuff like that. But we all know all these girls don't really care about that shit. You know, a lot of them, like I said, are dancers. So most of the time they are naked. So they're like, ah, fuck it. You know, who cares? So the girls up in Seattle, I know, like, I know some of them personally. Um, I know customers that are the regulars that come by my stand and they're like, why is this sign even here? Because we do have a sign that says, hey, no tips over $10 on a card. Um, we don't do shows, so don't ask, you know, and it's, it's. Don't you guys also have signs that's like no photography and then I see like customers taking pictures like all the time? Yeah, honestly, like, we can do whatever the hell we want. The picture, yeah. Like, There's a sign right there in the picture that says no photography. Yeah, well, a lot of us girls really don't care about that. Um, we will charge you per picture. Oh, that makes sense. So we, I don't mind. I sell my pictures. So why, so why would I? So why is the coffee so much? The coffee is so much because you can go down the street to like coffee beads or Java, whatever, and get yourself a regular drink without seeing a naked girl. Yeah, we're standing, we're sitting there in a stand. Most of the time it's freezing out here. does the money go to you? Yes. How, do you guys get paid more than other baristas? Um, tip wise. Well, it's tip wise, but I mean, I, so this is, this is my logic on it coming from a normal guy's perspective. So... I generally do a dollar tip per drink wherever I go. Mm-hmm. It's especially that when I go to a Bikini Barista, which for the last few years has been rare just because at one point I had a $300 monthly bill at Bikini Baristas because that's what was right outside my work. <laughs> I would grab a coffee on my way to work. That was the closest coffee stand. I was like, I'm going to start going to Bigfoot because they're half the price. Mm-hmm. I would have more money to tip if I wasn't being charged twice as much for the coffee. I respect that, though. So, like, if the coffee... I'm not going to say the coffee's better or worse because it really depends on the person, the coffee stand. I feel like the only place I really get a consistent cup of coffee is either like Starbucks. It's probably Starbucks. Starbucks Bigfoot, is the best. Bigfoot, <laughs> Bigfoot Java's pretty good. Recently, I haven't had very great, the greatest experiences with them. And every other coffee stand that's hit or miss depends on who's making your coffee. Yeah. Um, but I would be more inclined to go to a bikini barista if I was being charged the same amount. Mm-hmm. Because even if you want more tips, we'll so ten bucks for my coffee that I usually gets about nine fifty. So after a tip, a dollar tip comes to about ten fifty. Mm-hmm. I'm like I'm not gonna do a five dollar tip and pay fifteen bucks for a cup of coffee. Yeah, I might as well go to Starbucks and get myself a breakfast sandwich at the same time. So do you feel like that might be hurting you guys on the tips? Of course wise? it does. <clears throat> so if you like, I mean, even if you guys cut costs back by twenty five percent. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just two dollars more instead of five dollars more. Yeah. Other places, like, is that a concern with among the bikini baristas that the prices we are so high? All agree with that. Um, because I mean, I get I don't get anything crazy. I get a sixteen ounce mint mocha or mint latte. Like it's not crazy. Like oh, it's that'll be nine fifty. What? 
Yeah, yeah. It's four fifty at Starbucks. Yeah, I, and Starbucks is amazing. And we Starbucks is okay. It's amazing. That's that's my opinion. Keep yours to yourself. No, <laughs> Every woman thinks Starbucks is amazing. Yeah, well, I ran a Starbucks, so of course I'm gonna love it. Um, but I do get a lot of customers that come in and they ask me for a dopio, and it's six bucks. They're like, "Excuse me," and I'm just like, "Yeah, it's six bucks." They're like, "I can get a dopio for two bucks or three bucks somewhere else." that tastes a lot better you know and i'm you know in my head i'm like yeah at this point you're here for the drinks depending on the girl some drinks might be absolutely shitty and and some drinks might be really good and you get a really good body to go with it you know and a cute face now it's just like my customers do tell me hey listen first of all this stand is so off from the highway no one's gonna come to my stand most of the time and yeah you know i'm always being told by like upper management and all that stuff hey uh you should be really grateful and thankful to be working at this stand because it is our big you know effort stand it's awesome you know we you can get anywhere from like 25 to 30 customers a ship boy i don't get that i get maybe 15 to 25 on a good day you get only 25 customers a shift? Yeah. What? And it really fucks with my shit. I was gonna because... say, over, like, over, like, Bigfoot Java by the... Well, it's not by the mall. It's up the road by Pet Boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes when I would go there before, because I have a... For my job, I have a training center up there. Yeah. So on weeks I have training, I go to that, that Bigfoot Java. And uh, they usually have, like, lines of, like, three cars on both sides. Exactly. And they're even farther off the freeway. Oh, yeah. Like, like... And... And that's what baffles me so much because I've been in the bikini industry for, like I said, almost two months. And um, I've had my Instagram up for just about a month. And I'm almost at 1,000 followers. (laughs) I'm only like 40 followers away from 1,000. And I have people constantly coming by my stand. What the hell are you doing here? Go work somewhere in Seattle. Go work there. Go work there. Because you're going to be making so much more money. And Well, if that's all the customers you're getting, I think you would. Yeah, so it's just like every single customer that I've gotten told me, what the hell are you doing here? You know, like... How is that stand even open with that few customers? I don't know. I, I don't like get much. it. Because what, at, what, 10 bucks a coffee, 25 customers? I make maybe about 150 to 210 <laughs> In tips? In just in tips. In that stand, when That's, all the other girls make anywhere from three to six hundred. Do you, do you, and you work every day or almost every day? I work almost every single day. Well, if you're making one, I mean, if you're making 200, uh, 200 a day, we'll just put that on average, 200 a day. On um, a good day. I average so about even, 150. Even, even 150, let's say you did 150 yes. a day, you're still working a job at, about a twenty, about a twenty dollar an hour rate, plus your hourly wage. That's still not bad. It's not bad, but but I it's feel like, like if the prices weren't as high, you might be doing better. Yeah, it's like I do get. I've never had a customer since I've worked that stand. You know, I've never ever had a customer. Period. Ever complain about my drinks? My drinks are like gold, and it's. I'm very cocky about that because I've been making drinks since I was really really little. And I enjoy it so much 
to a point where it's just like customers, most of my customers will come by my stand and they'll be like, you know what? Just do your thing. I want, I want coffee and I'm allergic to this or I don't like that. Come up with something and I'll come up with something. I'll give it to them and be like, you're going to love it. Go ahead. Sip on it. Tell me what you think. <laughs> They're like, you know what? This is my new favorite drink. Thank you. There you go. And I do things in ways other baristas are not going to do. So like my Red Bull infusions. I'm very, very, very known for my strawberry Red Bull infusions. No, what is a Red Bull infusion? That I usually get Red Bull Italian sodas. Yeah, so it's basically the same thing. So it's like just Red Bull with flavored liqueur and, you know, ice or topped with like cream or orange juice, whatever the customer wants. Now, I'm not telling you what I'm putting in my strawberry stuff, but they're good. <laughs> I always I always get the kiwi strawberry. That's one of my other and, drinks that I make. And then so they give it to me. It's usually a big ass cup. Mm-hmm. It comes out pink with a ton of whipped cream coming out the top. And then I usually always get stuck with like the pink straw. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, it is really hard to feel like a straight man with this big <laughs> pink ass whipped cream covered drink. And then you just kind of sip on it, like, but it's so good. Exactly, exactly. Like, and my drink always comes out tasting like strawberry ice cream. There you go. And it's because I throw a little bit of this and a little bit of that. I feel like I never get enough cream. Like I always try and tell them, I always like go like don't be shy with the cream, because that's what I want. I want the I don't want a you know, yeah. I want that kind of a thicker consistency. Can, yeah, texture yes. kind of a little bit, and I don't ever get that. I'm like, don't be shy. Mm-hmm. But just just dump a shitload in there, and then I usually get like quarter halfway through, and then I'll try like mixing the whipped cream up in it to get it a little thicker. It doesn't always work, but go with soft serve, soft serve cream. Yep. Is that an option? Mm-hmm. Yes, you actually Ooh. took that right out of my mouth. <laughs> soft serve cream. I'm gonna have to try It's that. the best. It's sweeter, so you are gonna get that. So if you do want to order it, I would let them know to go a little bit lighter, a little bit lighter on the flavoring because it is very sweet cream it's like a sweet cream at starbucks might have to try that i've never had a sweet cream at starbucks okay well you need to they usually get a mint mocha (laughs) well go there and order like a cold brew with sweet cream oh my god it's so good not a big cold coffee person but i might have to try it uh (laughs) so we were also talking uh off air about how you promote yourself Yes. So you have your Instagram. Mm Do you want to shout that out real quick? Yes. So my Instagram is going to be at your fave coffee, babe. And that's spelled U-R-F-A-V-E. Coffee. Everyone knows how to spell that, right? And babe. Um, I'll be the first one that pops up. My name is Bella. So you'll see it on there. (laughs) There you go. Uh, So outside of Instagram, how else do you promote yourself? Um, I do sell my content. So... I do my OnlyFans and I sell my pictures um, or like my videos and all that stuff. Um, Of course, they all go to different pricing depending on what content my customer wants. My OnlyFans page is it's going to be an explicit page um, and it's going to run anywhere from 15 to 20 bucks a month Um, for the type of content on there. That's very, very cheap. And a lot of my customers that are buying content off of me at the moment are absolutely in love with that price. So you do get 
such an amount of con different types of content on my page um, for such little the amount versus buying 45 bucks for this picture or 80 bucks for this video, 150 for that video or this, this and that. So you're doing only only fans, right? Yes. Okay, only fans. Why not Patreon too? I'm not really familiar with that site. What is that exactly? Uh, from my understanding, it's pretty much the same thing. They pay a monthly subscription, and then you give them whatever content that... I think you can have different levels. Like, this person is a $5 a month subscription, so you might give them, like, three photos. This person's a $25 a month subscription, so they might get the same three photos plus, plus. two four-minute videos or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I might actually have to look into that. That's really cool. Um, we were talking off air also about making t-shirts and yeah, those I'm, little I'm stuff. Yeah, I'm big into branding and then your beautiful penis has, uh, <laughs> is into marketing and stuff like that, so. Yeah, he is. Uh, so I, I think like, if you're going to sell content, why not have <clears throat> stickers, you know, hats, t-shirts, cheap to make. Get yeah. your name out there a little more. Exactly. With, with t-shirts, stuff like that, you can have your Instagram on there, your OnlyFans on there stuff like that mm -hmm. i might actually make t-shirts with boobs on them and pasties or whatever and have my like little instagram logo do it yeah. I'd buy that. <laughs> <laughs> shit you can even have t-shirts with your literally your face yeah like whatever we'll do outfit it. you want i might have this pretty have, penis on there too put the eggplant emoji <laughs> oh my gosh yeah um I'm really looking into advertising and getting big on the internet. I am going to start a YouTube channel. And what are you going to do on the YouTube channel? Um, I've always Make wanted to be... And... <laughs> lingerie? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, I'd put him in lingerie and have him make coffee. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, Let's is, not do this that. This is Seattle. <laughs> so. so what I'm actually trying to do with my YouTube channel is going to be a very clean page. <laughs> and that's going to be more like... It's going to be a couple's page. Like pranks and, um, you, you know, daily life, our vlogs, come to work with me, um, or just anything, honestly. Um, I do plan on, in the next few years, obviously, I want to start a family, I want to get married, want to do all of that. And I do want people to be a part of it, um, like my fans and the people that look up to me or follow me or whatever. You know, I just want people to be a part of that and i've always been in love with the ace family i don't know if you know who the ace family is on youtube the they're is. like one of the <laughs> they're one of the biggest youtube like youtube families out there right now uh family out there right now and i don't watch any youtube families i watch a few people that kind of include their family mm -hmm. um i do follow this one kid on on youtube he's like I think he's like eight or nine years old, but he's like this BMX like, <laughs> superstar. He's super cool, but his, his parents are on there and stuff, and they're always doing their trips to go to BMX competitions and stuff. That's probably the closest thing I watch to a, a family YouTube channel. Uh, well, they're like, they are more on the whole life vlogs, you know, and the pranks. And they started off more as pranks and let's do like goofy games and videotape it. You know, and they inspired me to do this, to get on the whole let's do a family blog, like vlog page on YouTube and don't, just be goofy. Don't advertise your uh, your OnlyFans on your family. 
Oh, I won't. That's for Instagram. <laughs> so let's not cross that. Yeah, um, no. No, if you're here in Seattle doing it, I don't know, if, you know, you might move later on, but uh, to get you hooked up, Glazer's camera in Seattle. It's always a good place to get cameras for that. Really mm-hmm. good equipment, really helpful staff. I did see you advertise that on your Instagram, so. I love them. My favorite store in the world. <laughs> I'm actually looking to get a couple cameras so I can start putting the podcast on, on, video. on YouTube. I kind of, the guy kind of talked me into do, uh, doing GoPros, just two GoPros. Yes. Um, just because the new GoPros... Uh, you can get what's like a little vlogging kit. So like mm-hmm. there's a screen so you can see what the camera's seeing on the front side. Yeah. And a little light. So like if you're in darker situations, like <clears> this <throat> is pretty dope. Except the only thing is you can't like change out the lenses to give like, to, you know, to blur out the background, stuff like that. Exactly. To give depth. Not the biggest deal in the world when I'm sitting in a studio with a couple people just having a conversation. So. Oh yeah. Actually so, so. one of our baristas, uh, one of her regulars, she actually works on the um, Ladybug and Evergreen, Highway 99, Everett as well. Uh, awesome, awesome girl. Really cool. And one of her customers came by and bought her a GoPro. Just, just because she uh. mentioned it. So, yeah, we do get a lot of those customers that are like, you know, that will come by the stand and be like, hey, what's your size? Why? I just feel like shopping for someone today. Let me get you some stuff. That's it. I'm going to become a bikini barista. <laughs> hey, yeah. to go me. to Dream Voice <laughs> in Seattle. There, is there seriously one? Yeah. Yes. It's, I think it's owned over, by Ladybug, actually. Oh, there was one over in Kitsap for, it was like a year. They called it Banana Hammock. Oh, yeah. my God. They only had like four or five guys to work it because like nobody over there wanted to do it. And <clears throat> not going to lie, they're all pretty good looking guys. They were hey, like, yeah. like these guys lived in the gym. Oh, so yeah. Like, they were either, like, in the gym or they were at the coffee stand. One we, of my trainers actually does it. Up yeah. <laughs> so we know one very personally. Yeah. I was actually hit on by um, one of the most famous uh, Dream, Go- Dream Boys guys. He's been on the news and everything like that. He, Interesting. Yeah. So I'm just like, what the hell? Why is he in my DMs? And I realized what he does. And guess who I saw? I saw our friend Taylor in there. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, my God. So outside of that, what else do you want to do to promote yourself? Anything else? Um, I think that's what I'm doing for now. Just the bikini barista, you know, the OnlyFans, selling my content. Maybe going to go ahead and make a website of my own. Premium Snapchat. Premium Snapchat. We'll have to see with that. My Instagram is growing pretty, pretty fast, actually. And... Wish mine would grow a little fucking faster. <laughs> I got three of them that I got to run. Oh my gosh. I'm very Plus surprised. Tic- oh, are you on TikTok? No, I'm not actually. Get the fuck on TikTok. I might have to do it because my sister is obsessed. I've, I've been slacking on it this week because I've been trying to get over a cold. Mm-hmm. But two weeks ago, um, I got on it. And I think within like three days, I went from like zero followers to 350 followers. And I put like, a, I didn't put up very many videos and I'm not all that funny. But, like, all of a sudden, I got a couple of videos, thousands of views, hundreds of likes. I'm like, that that grows pretty quick. Oh, that's, yeah. That's quadruple anything on my Instagram does. Oh, my sister's almost I, famous on there, right? I try, and, I try uh-huh. and figure out, like, Instagram algorithms and do it right. And Well, I try doing it on my photography page. I try and get the right number of hashtags and hashtags are the right number of whatever. And it just doesn't work. The last time I tried actually paying for promotion on my uh, 
podcast Instagram page, it didn't even work. They they told me like it was over, but the thing said like it only spent 35 cents of like my $20 budget or whatever. And like nobody saw it. I was like, so why did I pay for this? That's crazy. I was thinking about doing it because I'm constantly getting messages from Instagram or like notifications from Instagram. And um, they're constantly telling me, you know, hey, you know, let's put your your content out there, you know, for this much, for that much a month. You've obviously you've seen the same messages before, too. Um, So you don't have a personal account. You have like a business account. I have. That's my bikini Instagram is is my business account. Okay. And Uh, I have all my accounts for business accounts because you don't have to do anything special with it, but it shows you the the analytics. Oh, my personal page. Yeah. My actual family personal page is a public figure page. Well, so yes. Well, yeah. I would say I tell people if you want to grow your Instagram account, the first thing you should do is make all your accounts. Yeah. a, A a business. One, just so you can... Because you don't have to do anything special. You don't actually have to put an address or a phone number or anything like that. But it shows you uh, what your Instagram is doing. Who's seen it. How many people have seen it. Mm-hmm. When people are on. When people are looking. Stuff like that. So it helps. Yeah. Right now, I wanted to keep my my business page a little bit more on the private side. Just because I haven't gotten there yet with like the family portion of it. So I'm trying to... Get myself out there first to a point where I'm going to go public, completely public, and just make it a public figure business page and shoot myself out there. I mean, being for a private page and I'm only 40 followers away from a thousand followers in less than a month, it's, it's a lot. You yeah, know? that's pretty good. Yeah, so I'm doing something right. Okay, so... <laughs> You want to shout out all your uh, your your Instagram one more time or any other place anyone can follow you? Yes. So for now, for the time being, I'm on my Instagram and that is going to be at your fave coffee, babe. And that is going to be U-R-F-A-V-E coffee, babe. And it's going to be tagged with Bella. That's my name. I'll be the first thing that pops up. <laughs> any other social media platforms or is that it for now? That's what's your, it for what's now. What's your only fans? You want to shout that out? Nope, not yet. Not yet. I will okay. shout that out on my Instagram. Um, hopefully, time. hopefully within the next month, it'll be up there. Um, once I've got all my content and everything together, so I can get things set up. And then, like I said, my payment subscription is gonna be fifteen to twenty bucks, depending on what I decide to go with. More than likely, the fifteen. But we'll see. <laughs> well, well, thank you for coming in today and. Thank you again to the beautiful penis for sitting through all this and you know, the <laughs> penis. Um, you want to say goodbye to everybody? All right. Thanks for having me on the show. It was very nice uh, being here and see you guys later. Bye, everybody. Yeah. I just want to say thanks again to Bella for coming on. Uh, the podcast it was a lot of fun talking with her and her boyfriend had a blast learned learned some new shit um go follow her on instagram she threw out her instagram uh if you want to follow me you can follow the podcast instagram page and tiktok on real ass people 
You can also follow my photography on Instagram and TikTok at dblockshots. You can also follow my personal page on Instagram and TikTok. Actually, it's real, it's real Danny G. It's yeah, it's real Danny G on both of them. Um, go find me. Go follow me. Go follow Bella. She's got some good posts. Got some good shit. I got some okay shit on there. Uh, but while I was editing this, I took a look at Anchor, and it seems that we have some followers in India. So I want to give a shout out to my followers in India, and I want to say thank you, come again, and uh, hope you guys enjoyed the show. See ya.